take a moment to admire the fact that I just hit a fairway. There's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! Jordan, he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fairy Finders. We're on episode number 78 and it is the big one. The majors have arrived. Augusta is on Thursday. Fucking buzzing. How are we doing, Stephen and, and Donny? I'm buzzing, Brew. I have a just pour myself a nice cold can of Guinness, and we're about to talk Masters for for the week ahead. So I am uh, buzzing, buzzing as they say. Donny, how are you? Oh, it comes but once a year. It's just it's such a magical week. It really is. Like what other golf tournament has live coverage available on Monday when lads are skipping golf balls over a pond and yeah, you know, and like listen, it's filler. I'm not saying I've watched it today. I might have watched an hour. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited, but also. I'm somewhat stressed because I've been running numbers, crunching numbers, looking at angles, looking at weather, looking at fucking all sorts of shit to, to try and get ahead here and try and pick a winner. And just, this is the hardest Masters I can ever remember. This Masters, usually I have a guy I love and at least two or three guys I'm really sweet on and I have massive confidence. Like last year, I was so sweet on Cam Smith and I mean, he wasn't far off. Uh, and this year's just really tough. It's really tough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, um, it's, I, and like, yeah, as you said, it's, there's, it's both like, I, I, I have my fancies, but then outside of my maybe top two fancies, I, I there's like 40 lads who, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I, I'm like, really scratching my head personally i'm like i don't know who the fuck to pick I, i'm gonna save my my picks by the end of the pod but i'll be scrambling here in the background as to like try and like justify it really because it's it's tough yeah, yeah, yeah bear so, in mind that this this is monday as well so we still have some we still have a couple of days to to 100 finalize who we're, we're backing but i think at this point we know who we we fancy to win who we don't and then just trying to narrow it down from there i think for, for the most part um two two words of advice from the, the right from the top of the show first one if you haven't done already download the masters app um from whatever device you use it's absolutely unbelievable it has every you can watch every single shot and you can follow live featured holes you, you just it's, it's an absolute essential if you're going to have a bet this week and try and keep track of it uh, and then number two if you are having a bet this week shop around and um, there's so many different bookies given I've seen up to 12 places um, being thrown out there each way. Obviously, your odds are taking a hit, but but shop around. There's a lot of good. If you don't have multiple accounts open, there's uh, there's open, you know, bet 50, get 50 um, bets. There, there's tons of good stuff on offer um, this week. So, yeah, shop around. Uh, try to get yourself the best value, the best place odds that you can get as well. Yeah. So I think, I think what we're going to do this week is over the next... 30, 40, 50 minutes. We're just going to share everything that we know. What what the, the data that we've pulled, the trends we're looking at, reasons why certain guys are favored over other guys. But um, like with the caveat that this, it's just a super competitive week. And I think maybe to kick off the conversation is it looks like 
the weather is going to play a huge factor this week. So, Steve, you were looking at the forecast literally just before we came on air. Do you want to? Indeed. It's a little rundown. Indeed, I was. Yeah. So, I think if you get John Ram in the final group on Sunday, I think he stands on next and he's going to get it done. Because the winner this week is going to be my, my one and done pick. I put put it on Twitter. Put, put my put my cards down on on the line. I'm going for Rory McIlroy. I'm actually I'm hopping aboard the Billy Ho. Uh, train. Oh. He's 28, so I think you can get him. Straight off the bat, not even going to waste time. Paul Casey and Sam Burns, previous winners, both over 22 to 1. I think that's an absolute value bet there. My third pick um, is Hideki Matsuyama. I got him at 18s this morning. <clears throat> um, just to kick off with a general, not that Augusta needs any introduction, but it's a, it's a par 72. It's seven thousand five hundred and ten yards, um, is what we're we're looking at, and that's probably going to be slightly longer this year as well with the the work that they've done on on thirteen, um. So that that's the one big significant change that you're going to see on that that par five, um, around the corner, right to left, that most guys try to fill hit his famous shot there back in, whatever year it was, um, when he went on to win. Six. There seven. you go. Put you on the spot. Six or seven, um. <clears throat> so that's one, and it's also where McElroy famously collapsed. Um, back as 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 a young lad, where he hooked his uh, tee shot into the trees. But anyway, um, so it's seven thousand five hundred ten yards, probably seven thousand six hundred yards or thereabouts this year. Um, and the the big factor is is just the weather. So, um, if we're looking at it right now, Thursday when we're teeing off, it's gonna be thirty one degrees, and there's a a thirty percent chance of of rain, and we're expecting thunderstorms as well. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday it's all 70, 80, 90% chance that you're going to get some rain. So the, the course is already a beast at 7,500 yards. Um, but with a, with rain pissing down, there's not, the ball isn't going to run as far. Um, so me and Donnie were debating this, you know, before we went on, do you need somebody that hits the ball minimum 310, 320? Um, I think this year, then more than ever, strokes gained off the tee is going to be an absolute key stat. Um, if, you're, if you're not consistently hitting it, even you know 320 330 um i think you're gonna you're gonna struggle this week it, it's actually um, massive it's i would say it's like aligned to what the running is like or what the ground is like at cheltenham and what mm-hmm. who that favors this feels to me like it's more a close it's more closely comparative to that weird covid november one when dj won yeah. really you're gonna have a soft golf course i think I think what's a real spanner in the works is, and I hate to I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I know everybody's so excited about the Masters, but it will be a genuine miracle if there isn't rain delays during the week. Like yeah. I'm I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the forecast and I'm thinking to myself, is this going to be a Monday finish? And there is a, a legitimate possibility it could be. So for the first time since 1974. Not bad, Donnie. Oh. Yeah, based off what he said, I'll go eighty-one. I've no. Oh, idea. close eighty-three. Nineteen eighty-three yeah. was 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 the last time. Mm, interesting. Um. So yeah, look, it, it's going to be it's going to be like the the Masters doesn't need an introduction. Um. Maybe we can run through a little bit about the the odds that we see. Um. Brew, do you have um? I know where where there's two boys fighting for favoritism, Rory yep. and, and Scotty. Absolutely. So um. On the book I have currently open in front of me, I have both Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy at seven to one. They're both your co-favorites. I then have John Ram at nine to one, Jordan Speed at sixteen to one, 
Patrick Cantley at 20 to 1. Cam Smith, 22 to 1. That's a big price for me. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, JT just just shortened uh, from 23 to, to 18. Sorry, randomly just skipped up in my book. Uh, Jason Day, 25. Um, Xander Shoffley, 25. Tony Fino, 25. Morikawa, 25. DJ, 25. Uh, Cam Young, 28. Max Homa, 30. Brooks Kepka, 33. And Victor Hovland, 33. They're your kind of top 15 players there. Okay, yeah. And if we look back through the odds of the previous winners, um, so we had uh, Scotty win it last year. Um, Brew, was he 18s? Was he 16? I, I think it was around 18. Oh, yeah. yeah, we had Hideki in 2021. He was 45 to 1. DJ in 2020 was 9s. Tiger in 2019 was 16s. Um, Patrick Reed was 55s in 2018. Sergio, 45s. Danny Willett, 66. Jordan Speed, 12s. Um, so the average that you're looking at at is somewhere around um the, the probably 38 to one mark is, is the average that we're talking it was 41 to one before um scotty and that, and that does get skewed that does get skewed with reed and willis in there like i mean yeah yeah to give to give you a trend like a, a couple of trends but one massive one is like nine of the last 11 winners were ranked in the world's top 10 this just mm-hmm. It's it's you know it's not first time winner forget about a fuzzy's out last man to do it in seventy nine, um and it's just it's going to be an elite golfer it's going to be a well rounded golfer it's the the ball the premium ball striking is just elevated even more this week in yeah. terms of the golf conditions it might make in and around the greens a little bit less testing than it usually is but um. Mm. Which you bring yeah. a Hovland potentially into into play, and um, with his off the tee game and and obviously his lack of sure. yeah. um lack of short game, and then the um like it, it, this is why it's such a great betting event, but but lacks a bit of value is that like you can basically anyone who's never played Augusta before you can throw a line through them, um anybody who um you know there's a bunch of old guys playing and you know there's uh Larry Mize, there's Sandy Lyle, there's these kind of boys playing as well so you can throw a line through them so you're really like you're really left with about 40 that have a somewhat of a realistic chance and then probably I'd about half of those that. i'd extend that i i'd, I'd reduce that even for for oh yeah I'd, yeah I'd yeah 25 have it yeah i'd say 40 have a chance probably 20 have a realistic chance um and i were considering so um yeah there, there's a lot to get stuck into um do we want to run through our thoughts donny do you want to run through some some stats or some yeah, so trends. You know what, rather than I've been I've been looking at trends all day, <laughs> and I pulled out like I pulled out eleven of the most pertinent trends. And if you go onto our Twitter, which is Finders Fairway uh, on Twitter, you'll see them all listed, and also which guys fulfill what trends. So to throw you out what I think are maybe the four most pertinent and critical ones, um, I would say seven of the last eleven winners have posted a top ten here before. Um, 10 of the last 11 winners have posted sixth or better in a major the previous season. Um, seven of the last 11 had also won this season. And then in terms of stats, in terms of what you need around here, um, greens and regulation and scrambling, really, really, really important. Now, because of the weather, the off the tee game, I would usually like not disregard it, but I would say, yeah, it 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 it's not... It's not the difference between winning and losing this tournament, but the length off the tee is going to be probably elevated in importance. But in terms of greens and regulation and scrambling, I want to look for a guy who's posted top 20 in at least one of those stats, ideally top 20 in both. So 
of these trends that I posted on Twitter, there's 11 of them. There's only one guy in the field who is a green light for every single trend, and it's the defending champion, Scotty Scheffler. Behind that, there's, I think, Rory fulfills nine of the 11, Ram fulfills eight of the 11, Cam Smith fulfills eight as well, as does JT, and then you've got a bunch of lads who fulfill seven of them, and then it reduces from there. But um, yeah, it's it, it's super tough. It's guys who play around here play well around here. <laughs> guys who play well around here play well around here. It's guys who like Augusta are just are still going to be worth that value. And it, because there's so much in the way of historical uh, data and historical performance to work off, like I'll, I'll tell you now, Terrell Hatton is not winning the Masters. He he hates it around here. He do, he's like. He's like Martin Keimer. Martin Keimer couldn't hit a draw and he, and he couldn't play it around here. And he almost tanked his career in learning how to hit a draw to try and compete at the Masters. So some guys it'll really suit, some guys it just won't. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like th- in terms of like the data points and the keys to victory, I just focused on three here. I'm going to call it three and a half because I think driving distance is now, because of the weather, become important. But the three keys to victory for me are going to be greens and regulation, so 13 of the last 16 winners ranked seventh or better. So you've got to hit your greens. If you don't, you need to get up and down. So the average scrambling rank of the last 15 winners is eighth. And uh, in 2021, seven of the top 11 in the field were actually also in the top 10 for scrambling. And then last year, eight of the of eight of the top 12 were, were ranked in the top 10 for scrambling. So there's those two. And then the final key to victory is par five scoring. If you want to win around here, unless you are Danny Willis, who incredibly was level par on the par fives the year he won it, in a really tough renewal, albeit. But otherwise, you need to eat the par fives. So when Reed won, he shot 13 under around the par fives. Scotty was eight under last year with the winning score 10 under. Scotty was eight under in the par fives. The only guy who bettered that was Cam Smith at nine under. Um, and then obviously, Correlated to that is driving distance. Guys who can now try and take on 13 and two with the length and T, and then obviously 15, you've got eight as well. You've got the second, get after them holes. Yep. Jeez, I'm describing it there, Daniel. I can't, you're just wetting the appetite. I can't fucking yeah, wait. I'm fucking buzzing just, as just well. Just to hear that. Even the Wednesday, the Wednesday pre, uh, the pre talk, you'll have Shambly and McGinley probably on the golf channel talking shite for a couple of hours. Uh, sitting in their, their nighttime studio at Augusta. I can't wait for all that. Um, <laughs> so how do you want to do this, boys? Do we want to run through, pick, uh, you know, the top players in America, give a, yeah. give a yay or an A on them? Or... Absolutely. What we did last year, and I know some of our, quite a few of our listeners commented and the good format was, was went through the top of the market, reasons to love, reasons to swerve. And then we can go through who we've actually pulled out. We have a couple of midfield runners. I'm not going deeper. I've got six picks. And the biggest of which is sixty-six to one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I have yeah. five. I have five picks. My biggest is forty. I don't think you need to look beyond that. I don't think like this is not a week to be taken. Like maybe you could do if if you are fancying someone at that one hundred to one fifty, even lower than that. Do them in the top twenty. Don't don't bet yeah. them outright. Do do some sort of top twenty, top forty, even a, a make cut. Um, you know, yeah. accumulator, parlay, whatever, whatever you like to say. Um, something like that, I think. But uh, yeah, it's not a. It, I don't think it is a week for the outsiders. Yeah. No. Okay. So look, we'll, what what we'll do is we'll get started. Uh, also buzzing because uh, for us people listening in Ontario, most of us will have Good Friday off. So 
it's a nice way just to wake up and just be watching the Masters all day. Happy days. Great Friday. Make no plans. No plans yeah. this week. Great. Immense <laughs> Friday, yeah. Um, okay, so obviously first up uh, is uh, Mr. Scotty Scheffler and Mr. Rory McIlroy, both 7-1. to one. Uh, We'll start with Scotty Scher, 7-1. to one. He's obviously my headline pick. I already talked about him for the last few weeks. I think everyone knows who Steve's headline pick is going to be as well. Um, but yeah, so Scotty Scheffler is mine. Um, as Donnie said, he literally takes every single box. And I think come Sunday, he'll be there, thereabouts. Um, I don't think I need to go into much more detail. And, you know, we're, we're not going to go into them in, in depth. It's going to be a quick year and a, but Scotty is my first pick anyway, yeah. Right, let me. I want to jump in on Scotty. Right, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. On paper, he is. He, if you're, if it's Rory and Scotty for value, the value is definitely Scotty. Takes every single box. Won it last year. Has been phenomenal again this year. Defended the Phoenix. Nearly defended the match play. Nearly defended Bay Hill. Added the players. He's just he's so such a good golfer. Like first, first that this season grains of regulation. Um, but the thing with Scotty. And the reason I'm going to swerve him, which is crazy, is the record. This is well known as well. This isn't exactly insightful. But the defending champion has got so much obligation this week. He's got all his media. He's got the champion's dinner. He's getting pulled pillar to post all day, every day, from Monday onwards. And the defending champion's record in the Masters is absolutely terrible. The only guy in recent times who posted a top 10 as defending champion was Jordan Spieth in 2016. The next best after that was Hideki, who tied 14th, which was a really good effort. He had a very good weekend. He wasn't actually in contention. Otherwise, defending champions love missing cuts and being nowhere near the sharp end. So that's yeah. the reason why I'm swerving, Scotty. It's the only negative. I, I find it hard. Again, I, I think he should be the clear favourite. I'm, I'm disappointed and surprised that that Rory and Scott, like Rory shouldn't be 7-1 to one, um, for, for, for my money anyway. So um, like with Scotty, he's impossible to, virtually impossible to oppose. Um, he's first off the tee. He's first greens in regulation. He defending champion. Um, he's just an animal. He's, he's in the form of his life. Um, the other the other stat to throw out as or the only stat really for me to throw out as a negative is um, there's only two people, three people that have gone back to back at the Masters, and uh, those are Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, and Nick Fallow. I don't think Scotty personally, personally, I don't think Scotty is in that league myself. I don't, I don't think um, that that's his I, I, level personally. I don't, I, I, Steve, I, don't I tend think to so. agree with you. I tend to agree with you, but I tell you what. He keeps proving us wrong. I yeah, like yeah, no, yeah. I agree. He's definitely not in that caliber of player, but I think he might. Like he could be from the way he's going at the moment. I wouldn't say he's he won't be. I mean, he's not currently. Yes, I agree. But I, I wouldn't be saying my only reason for not picking the best golfer in the world and probably the best golfer at this golf course is because it's hard to win it twice in a row. Like that's basically the only partially partially impossible to win it twice. Like but bar those three guys. Um I don't know, man. I think if I think if if Rory won it last year, I think you'd be still backing him this year. Well, listen, ifs and bots. I'm just saying that. So I like for me, like I'm not gonna argue the point. I'm just saying and listen, the the other thing to throw out the other thing to throw out about Scotty, he's a devout, devout um Christian as we all know. 
you know, Easter weekend, is he going to be, is he going to be too busy praying? I'm not sure. You know what I mean? I'm not sure. Show me those games. The second coming of our, of, of our Christ on Easter Sunday, you know, Scotty Sheffer yeah, will fucking but, rise again, you know, like, who knows? Another mass. Is yeah, if, if we're talking strokes game religion, I think Scotty's losing shots this week um, because he's going to be, you know, <laughs> praying and all and whatever, whatever else. Well, Jesus, it's about Jesus okay, it so is. That's fair. No, look, that's that. That's fair. So two swerves and uh, a pick from me. McElroy is next. Uh, I've been very vocal about this and it's going to eat me. I know it's going to bite me in the ass. I know it is because he's one of the best players, if not one of the best all time players in a golf and I just still think that Mr. Roy McIlroy will never win at Augusta I've said it before I'm dying on this hill I don't Real, I love you win. I love you but please 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 I want your ass bitten on Sunday <laughs> that's fair and like I hope I am wrong because I want Rory to win I'm yeah. a massive Rory yeah, fan I want him to get the fucking grand slam done but I don't know I just think if he gets there 16-17 on the final day that memory that core memory in the back of his mind is gonna is is gonna be there again and i also think that for someone who's had such a long stretch off winning majors it's such a tough ask for them for the masters to be your like return major so that's all i'm saying but couldn't disagree more Ru. couldn't disagree more here's two stats for rory right uh keep this short love them I am backing him. It's heart overhead. I agree with Steve. That's not great value. I'm definitely heartened by the fact that his, uh, like the equipment changes he made recently. So for people who don't know, took an inch off his driver length and he's gone to a blade putter. He was really good last week in Austin. That was great to see. But the two stats are Rory's last four Thursdays around Augusta, 73, 76, 75, 73. He's out before it even gets into the meat of it. And Thursday for Rory, just what, whatever it is about mentality or nerves, or what, I don't know what it is, but his Thursdays are just consistently not good enough to win this. Um, and then the flip side of it is, in the last nine Sundays at Augusta, he shot sub 77 times. Toughest pins as well, Donny, on a Sunday, you know what I mean? It's insane. It's it, he get. It's like he gets his eye in when when we've had this conversation so many times about about backdoor top tens and backdoor runner ups and all this shit. But they're just the two stats. Like if we're sitting here on late on Thursday, and Rory has shot under par as two under and the lead is six, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But let let me give you. I know it's a constant that's thrown out at at Rory about he can't start off a major. Um, his last. The last three majors he played, so he shot a yeah, seventy-three. Um, Donny, as you mentioned, um, at Augusta yeah. last year, he let me just pull this up again. Where has it gone on me? Anyway, the, his last three major starts have all been in the sixties. Um, so he shot a, a sixty-five to open. Um, one of let me just fuck. Where's it gone? Anyway, the the point is the the whole he can't play on a Thursday thing. I think has been completely thrown out the window with his last three. Major well, it's mainly in Augusta, yeah. It's mainly Augusta, but it's not though, yeah. But but before that, he had a he had a terrible um, he had a terrible record across all majors, um, in terms of his his opening. So, yeah, let me let me just go through this quickly. So, the open championship pressure all on him at St. Andrews shot a 66, the US Open, he shot a 67, the PGA Championship, he shot, shot a 65, and then um, the Masters, he shot a 73. You go back to 2020. 
2022, uh, or sorry, 2021, and he shot a 70 to open the open championship he shot a 75 to open the pga a 76 to open the masters um 75 the year before that so he has he does he, he has had a record of of um blowing blowing up on the first day of a major but i think that's been put to bed with his last three 65 like his worst score in his last three major starts was 67 so I know, anything- but none of them were i were were augusta no lad look at his last three years in in augusta they're all mid 70s like well, mid seventies is a bit harsh now, but um, okay, 73, 74, 75 Like, okay, if you okay, l- low to mid seventies, it's still a seventy. Like, mm, yeah, I think well, if Rory look, shoots a seventy or less. He's absolutely I, I think he fucking will. flying. Yeah, and I think he will. Um, and again, it's it's something like for me, I I don't take any pleasure in getting an, an eight to one. I know the boys love it, but getting a seven to one, eight to one winner, um, it's not. <laughs> sure, it's look, not Steve becoming a He's joining the club. It's it's not my cup of tea. But what I would say on Rory is is wait on maybe four or five holes. On you'll see the prices drift out. Maybe to you might get him at a fourteens at a sixteens if he has you know if he if he pars the first three four holes, um. The, the in-play markets on the first day. It won't be... move. It won't move that dramatically. Do you know what? It also depends on the uh, on the draws. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd say, look, I think Rory is going to win. I've been I've been uh, investing in him on a weekly basis, putting a, a little bit each way on him here and there. I I think he's the most likely winner. But again, the, the I think the price has gone at seven to one. Um, so my, the the play on Rory, I think, is is hold off until you know maybe halfway through his first round maybe if he hasn't started great and uh, and get on him then and if he hasn't started great maybe leave it off to be honest mm, well. <laughs> yeah. okay so next up we have john ram at nine to one um just starting off really quickly i mean just nice and nice and quick absolutely shambolic price being perfectly honest i don't think he warrants that price at all i really yeah, don't yeah, i really does. don't who does of course he does. I don't four think he does. Like... Four straight top tens here before last year. He won five times in eight starts from October to February in, in, in the wraparound. Of course it warrants. Of course it warrants. It's, it's actually my view on Ram this week is why is not why why is there not a, as much of a buzz around, around no one is talking about no one has mentioned him. Um, I find that it... absolutely bizarre. Mm. It's the yeah. recent form. His recent form has not been it's, good. Yeah, the the good. very recent form, like not even recent form, because he's the last you can't even go stars. recent. It's very his, recent. Yeah. His his Bay Hill performance was the most uh, like most peculiar thing I've, I've seen in a long time on, uh, at in like highly competitive golf is that he opened up and fucking shot sixty five and had everybody terrified of him and then shot seventy six seventy six and it was. It was like he got space jammed or something. Yeah, like, it was weird. Form, it really last was. three starts are not good. Um, do I think John Ram come in the Masters? Yeah, obviously. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, hundred percent. He do could. I, think, I just do don't I think nine think... to one's a good price. No. I think it's pretty much fair. I would say. Yeah, I think. I think Scott. I think Scotty's the most likely winner of the top three for me. Um, I think Ram is better value than Rory. Yes. Do we really? Oh. Yeah. I, don't uh, think. I think if yeah. I was to do the odds personally, I would go Scotty six to one, Rory eight nine to one, Ram eleven twelve to one. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I listen. I Ram. It's hard to knock him, right? He's um he's obviously a major champion. Uh, his record at Augusta is is really really good. So his last um 
he's made six straight cuts in a row at Augusta, and those are twenty uh, seventh, fourth, ninth, seventh, fifth, and twenty seventh. He's twenty eighth um after strokes gain off the tee this year as well. But I, I just feel there's something missing with Ram. I don't know what it is. Um I don't think he's the same player that he was when he won the US Open confidence wise. Why that is, I, I don't know. Um mm. but yeah, no, I wouldn't be Ram not for me this week. If if you gave me a Ram at a 14 to 1, then yeah, I might have a little nibble on him. Um but yeah, no, I, I he'd be he's the by some way a distance third for me yeah. out of the three. I, I'm also I'm also swerving him, but I I I uh, find it peculiar that people are underestimating John Ram. I really yeah. do. It just depends on which one we see. Um, okay, next up is Mr. Mr. Augusta, I call him for a few years, Jordan Speed, because he looked absolutely insane around Augusta for the first two or three years he played it, I believe. Um, and as much as I'd love to back him again, because I actually do love Jordan, I think he really enjoys Augusta. The way he's putting it, as, as we said on the last podcast, from four or five feet and in, I, I, it terrifies me. I just can't do it. It would not surprise me to see him in that green jacket come Sunday though, but he's a, a, a swerve for me. Me too. Yeah, big swerve for me. He's uh, He missed the cut last year. Um, his strokes gain off the tee this season on tour. He's, he's actually 81st, which surprised me a little bit. So at that price, I'm more than happy to, to swerve him. Yeah, do you know... Um... They're, they're fair points. I'm actually going to take them. I'm taking them. Um, I'm, I'm taking them based on yeah, the history around Augusta. I, I, he's playing well. Like he's hitting the. I, that those. What did you say? It was 81st tee to green mm. this year. No strokes gained off the tee. Off the tee alone. Oh, off the tee. 81st. Yeah. Um, I don't. So, I don't trust him. He's too. He he has that one in him where he can, um, whip one way left, way right. Yeah. Carried a seven and eight, which you just can't afford to do around here. Um, and, and obviously the, the pots the pots from inside five feet down here are the big one of the big reasons for me but yeah. um, I, w- I wouldn't say I have massive confidence and I'm expecting him to win but I got 20 to 1 on on the exchange and win only I took that I was happy to take that Um, he looks first of all he's just so much fun to watch and it'll be mm-hmm. the first time it's actually it might be the first time I've ever backed Jordan Speed like ever for anything <laughs> yeah. it's just because he ruined the Masters for like a year and a half. <laughs> I had him back that year though and the year after, so I was buzzing for him. But yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, so I actually have taken him. Um, I think he's, he is, I think he'll find a way. He, he's a find a way kind of golfer and I think he is going to contend actually. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fair. Um, okay, next up we have uh, Patrick Cantley. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Justin Thomas at 18 to one. He Justin Thomas was... About 21, 22 to 1, but he's come in now to about 18 to 1 since we started the pod. So he's next up. Uh, he's a swerve for me, personally. He's really good value. He's really good value. Yeah. Um, if there was a fourth guy you put at the top of the game, I would I would, say, I would argue that it's JT past Scotty Speed and, and uh, Scotty Ram and Rory. So he was tied eight last year. 2021, he was fourth. Uh, uh, tied 12, tied 17. Like he's he ranks one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's tenth strokes game total around here of guys who are in the field who have played it at least twice. Uh his putter is not good this year at all. That's the big negative with with, with JT. So um I think he has value though. Like yeah. I think because it's form and he hasn't won yet this year. And um but I do think he's value. Now I'm I'm I've said that I'm swerving him. Um, 
but I think there, I, I wouldn't put people off back in JT this week, actually. Yeah, I agree. He's never missed a cut at Augusta. His worst finish was um, tied 39th back in 2016, and he's 41st uh, strokes gain off the tee. So he's not someone I'm going to back, but I, I, I would be very fearful of him that he could he could do something. Uh, and again, he's I think he's nailed on for a top 20, so throw him in your top 20. Yeah. accumulators i don't think he's gonna i i personally don't think he's win so i i guess technically it'll be a swerve but um yeah i definitely lot of respect he, he'd be a sit on the fence pick for me i wouldn't go either way on him all right yeah. that's fair um so yeah, next up now we have patrick cantley as i said 20, 20 to 1 uh another player who i think is going a bit under the radar um but uh, yeah i just don't like him so i'm just surfing him sorry like just just not a fan of him personally, but he's definitely yep. a good player. Definitely has the attributes to win around here. I just he's just not for me personally. Yeah, don't don't care. Uh, I can't stand. <laughs> yeah, literally, right? Like nice guy, nice guy, whatever. God, he makes me hate golf just the way he goes around the place. And his major record is peculiarly rubbish. Uh, not not entirely rubbish. Like he's he's posted top fives and yada yada. But for the caliber of player that he is, the rest of the year, uh, I've no interest. I no insight. I just pretend that he doesn't exist. In my head, he's already at live and he's banned. Yeah, well, not listen, I, again, I hate, I, I don't like being a fence hitter, but I think Cantley is one of those as well that you have to have huge respect for. Huge, He's a huge threat this week. Um, his five years playing at Augusta, miscaught, uh, T9, T17, miscaught, and T39. He's second strokes gain off the tee uh, on tour this year. So his, his driver is as good as it's ever been. Uh, and he has that cloddy sort of patient type of game that you need to to do well around here. So, yeah, like I I, I couldn't say no to him, but he's he's it's just purely down to his personality. I think that I'm not backing him, um, which has never you know stung me with Matt Fitzpatrick last year. Um, but yeah, maybe Cantley for a U.S. Open, but I, I'm not going to back him. We'll we'll swerve him. We won't sit in the fence. We'll swerve Cantley this week, but I do do respect him. Couldn't put anyone off. Um. Okay. Um, next up, we have uh, my second pick, um, which is Cameron Smith at twenty-two to one. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one after he moved to live. Um, hasn't really done much to be perfectly honest with you, but he's a player that when he switches it on, he's an absolute killer. Um, and I just think he's decent enough to win. So I, I like for me, he's probably my second if not third favorite like overall like regardless of the odds uh behind scotty and uh rory so yeah he's someone i'm definitely taking but i'd, I'd like to hear what uh, your opinions are on this one big no for me big no uh off, like uh, not to keep repeating myself but driving is going to be critical this week cam smith doesn't drive the ball well enough i don't think to win this week um, despite his short game and his good record, his scrambling is ridiculous, though. It is, yeah. But again, I think uh, I don't think he drives the ball long enough or um, accurately enough. So I'm going to swerve him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So he was 49th off the tee. Yes, uh, last last year when he came third. Uh, peculiar one. Loved him for this last year. Like loved him. Like was so convinced he was going to win. Was absolutely convinced. And I'd lumped on him and I thankfully had it each way so I got my money back grand. Uh, he's been probably practicing for Augusta for like five or six months realistically. I don't know how you can replicate the the the, the atmosphere of the Masters, the pressure of the Masters, 
add add on to it the the subtext with live um it's really hard to back him but i mean his game his game if if the if it was normal conditions and it was going to be firm and fast his game is so made for it i agree with steve that the driving is not good enough and if it's accentuated by the weather and soft conditions this week that puts him um, in in a difficult spot, but like his putting, his approach play, his scrambling are all arguably as good as it gets anywhere in the world. And I assume they still are. It's not like he signs for live and he just he just loses fifty percent of his talent. I'm I'm not backing him. Um, I'd be worried about him. Yeah, I'd be I'd be he'd be he'd be a real danger man. But I don't see how anyone can back him given given that. You know, he basically retired from competitive golf after after the Open last year. So, yeah, yeah, fair, that's fair. Um, okay, next up we have Tony Fino. Hmm, I haven't even considered him. I haven't even considered him here. I yeah. really haven't. He's, He's sorry, been... twenty twenty two to one as well, same as Cam Smith. Now, for me personally. If Cam Smith and Tony Fiena are saying odds, I'm going Cam Smith absolutely a hundred times out of out of a hundred personally. But again, I agree with. Yeah, what so would I. Like he's got he's got three top tens here. Um, high thirty fifth last year. Uh, got hot the rear end last year. Won twice. Did it did it back to back? Didn't he? Um, recently his form is, I mean his form is re- is solid recently. So he's. You know he hasn't has he missed the cut this year? Yeah, he missed the first. He missed the cut the first first one of the year and then one next. But like he's posting loads of top twenties. Um, I don't think his short game is good enough, but his putter is a lot better than what it was. Uh, I've no compelling reason to back Tony for you now. No, no, agreed. Yeah, so like his uh his record here: tenth, fifth, thirty eighth, tenth, thirty fifth. 25th off the tee on the PJ Tour this season. If it was a straight match bet, I'd have Fino over Cam Smith personally. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just gonna swerve him. He's not enough there to back. But I'd like to see him win. I think he'd be a popular winner. But uh, oh, yeah, 100%. yeah, it'd be great um, to see him win a major. Yeah. Like I'd yeah. love to see him win a major, any major. But, yeah, I think again, I think he's he's won for your top twenty, um, top yeah. twenty bet, but I don't think he's gonna win. Yeah, fair enough. Um, next up we have four lads, so we'll just do them all at the same time. They're all at 25 to one. So we have Jason Day, Xander Shoffley, DJ, and Colin Morikawa. I'll go through them quickly. I'm not picking any of those four. However, Jason Day, great pick. Xander, I actually think would be a good pick also. It's a tough one on DJ. Obviously, he's one he's uh, one around here, but then all I'm 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 on the fence with that one. And then Colin Morikawa. I actually think Colin could do well around here this uh, weekend. I do think he's getting closer and closer to getting back to his previous form. He's just not clicking right just yet. But I do think that he could click, you know, very, very soon. Let, let me go uh, with yep. those four. So my favorite pick this week is Jason Day. The, my only negative on Jason Day is he's been so good this season. He looks like he's back. And I've said this on the podcast recently. If Jason Day is back, he is a lock for top 10 in the world. He, he's probably top five in the world. Like the last, his last six tournaments, tied fifth, tied 19th, tied 10th, tied 9th, tied fifth, tied seventh, tied 18th. Uh, so, so solid. He's gaining strokes, putting every single uh, round that he plays. His uh, short game is very good. His long game is very good. The only thing I did, didn't like about Day was the price. Like 
there are a bunch of guys sitting on 80 to 1 Jason Day tickets for the Masters because they made the bet in February. And I'm so fucking jealous. And I am actually livid with myself that I didn't take that price because it looked at the rear end last year like he was back. And it's confirmed that he's back. And like in, in terms of in terms of his record around here, like he's he's posted decent, he's had decent performances around here in the past. Um hang on, let me just pull up. He's got a couple of top tens, doesn't he? Well, so he's missed yeah, the last four top ten, four top tens, Donnie, and three top twenties. Um, and additional Thank to you. that. So good record, but his, it's the recent stuff that would worry me. In what way? Miscut. When? Last year, wasn't it? Did he miss cut last year or missed the cut the year he didn't before? Play last year. He's oh, okay, missed yeah. Two cuts, but last year, yeah, yeah. in, 20, in uh, 2020, 2021, but it wasn't Jason Day. It was Jason nah, Day yeah. with his mother being very sick, who he, was, mm. he adored. Um, and well, obviously, and his back issues, but he's back. And yeah, I, I took him at 20, I got 28. What did I get on him? Yeah, I got 28 to one on him. He's my favorite pick this week. He's my favorite mm. pick. I just wish it was 40 to 1. But yeah. uh, I, I, if you're listening to this and you're interested in a bet, I think Jason Day is definitely posting top 10 around here this week. Mm. Um, day, day swerve for me. Uh, probably, I think the price is gone on him. Uh, I think he'll he'll give you a run for your money, but I don't think he'll win. Um, yeah, I, I just can't, can't go near that. Um, who else are we talking about then? Xander, DJ, and and Colin Morcara. Colin, Xander, Colin Xander, I would have a big swerve that he's a 108th off the tee this year on the PGA Tour, so I couldn't have him, um, which is a big concern. Um, DJ, I think he's he's one of my favorite picks this week. Um, since 2015 at Augusta, he's been sixth, fourth, tenth, second, first, miscut, and twelfth. Um, I think I think he's, as I've said a lot of the time, I think he's one of the top three most talented golfers out there. Um, this week that has an emphasis on driving. He's as good as a driver as there is. Um, and if the greens do get get soft, he's a he can be a killer with those. Uh, whether it's a, a short iron or a, whatever it might be, I think I think DJ can just put it all together this week and, and do something. So anyone think- saying that. No, I think he's Liv's best chance, and I include yeah. Cameron Smith and Brooks like in that. I think yeah. he's Liv's best chance. Uh, I'm terrified of him. I'm not yeah. backing him. I'm terrified of him. Yeah, so no, I'm I agree. much on the fence. The other two for me, in a nutshell, Colin Morikawa's short game isn't good enough. So no. And uh, sorry, who else did we have in this batch? Uh, Xander, Colin, and DJ. Yeah, Xander does like Augusta. He plays well. I think Xander's another one of these top twenty guys, but I. I, I would have massive reservations about his his ability on the back nine on Sunday if he is there. I'd have huge mm. like, the the most massive reservations I could possibly have. And I know he's a gold medalist and I know he's won other big things, but yeah, no, I, I Jesus, even if I did have the ticket on him, you wouldn't be enjoying your Sunday because you just have no confidence in him. Yeah. And uh just to tie it tie a knot on that for, for myself, uh Mark Howe, I like him a lot actually. I think I think um Played Augusta three times, 44 to 18 to fifth. So he's getting better every time he plays it. He's 22nd off the tee this year. So he's um his tee to green game, as always, is is airtight. I, I just think it's a case of, of will he make a couple of pots? I think if if you ask me to pick one, Morikawa or um Jason Day at those prices, it would have to be Colin for me. 
Um, but I think DJ is a standout on, on those. On, on Morikawa last year, so he shot the second best round of the day after Rory's just insane eight under. On the yeah, Sunday. they played together, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But um, they did, yeah. They carried each other. I don't like the fact that he's he was only 28th in driving distance. Uh, so and so add that, even though it's a very good tee to green game, add that to the fact that I just don't think a short game is good enough. I'm uh, mm. happy. Yeah, yeah. So swear, I think swerve on Colin for for most of us. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, okay, so next up, the last, the second, second to last two, um, we have Cam Young and Max Homa at around the thirty to one mark. Both swerves for me. Let, uh, both swerves. So, uh, uh, yeah. so smooth. I, um, I'm actually, sorry, I, I'm going to say, I'm actually backing Max Homa, but you can give too. your negatives. That's the uh, Cam, uh, Cam Young I do like I think he'll do something I don't think he'll miss the cut or anything like that but I, I just don't see him wearing the green jacket um, on Sunday and with Max Homa uh, played Augusta three times 48 miss cut miss cut he's lingering around the 54 mark off the tee this season on tour as well so I, I just can't see him pulling it all together and, and winning and um, I don't think again U.S. Open. Uh, I think there's there's a is it either a U.S. Open or a PGA on in the U.S. Open um, Country Club. Yeah, yeah, all so all over, all over. yeah. I'd have him there, but for Augusta, I don't think so. Um, he's not wouldn't be my pick this week. Yeah. At all. So from my perspective, the reservations are both regarding either form and or experience for both of these guys. I just aside from Jordan Speed, like you just can't can't come on to Augusta and make a mockery of it early doors. You, you have to learn it. You have to learn where to miss it. You have to learn places that are dead. You have to learn the slopes. Um, you have to learn, you have to get your eye in, you have to get your visualizations when you're moving the ball, you know, when you've got to hit draws off tees. A negative for Max is, you know, he loves these buttery fades, these buttery cuts. He's so good at them. Um, he's got to move the ball the other way this week, an awful lot of tees. As you know, like a lot of tee boxes, you need to move the ball right to left, which is a draw for most golfers. Uh, I did back him. I backed him during the California swing when he just looked so good. Um, I got him a 40 to one. So I'm happy about that price, um, obviously. So I haven't backed him since that. I'm just going to leave it and let that ride. Uh, I think he'll do a lot better than 48. Put it that way. I think that the, the, the you know, 48 being his best go in three uh, Masters appearances is peculiar. And I think he'll greatly improve on that. I'm hoping he'll get a place at that 40 to one mark. Uh, and then Cam Young, I think give it give it a couple of years. Yeah, give you got to respect him. Definitely respect. He, he could put it all together and, and get a you know top five, but I, I just can't see him closing it out. Like he should, he could could easily have won the Open last year um, when Cam Smith won it. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's really tough. Like uh, for a guy as well who hasn't won, and obviously he's he's is he the best player on tour without a PGA Tour victory? Yeah, probably. Um, is he going to do it first time in the most anticipated major of the year? Probably not. Yeah, he's got a great, he just hits the ball a mile and he does, he, he is a really, really top player, an elite player. Yeah, but uh, nah, yeah, that's fair. Look, I, I'm going for Max Homer personally. I just think it's very recency bias. I think he's been playing very well. Um, it is a big step up for him to do well in, in you know, something like an Augusta. But look, we'll see. I think at 30 to 1, it's a pretty decent price. Um, and yeah, and then the last two we have is Brooks Kepka at 33 to 1. 
and Victor Hovland at 35 to 1. They're both swerves for me, but uh, Hovland, that's a pretty good price on him. Same, both swerves. Um, Brooks, good to see him win last week, but um, winning winning a live golf event and winning a Masters is two completely different kettles of fish. Um, uh, but, but in, in fairness, Steve, like he's got the most live golf victories in history. He does, yeah, yeah. Those two, <laughs> those, so two those two, those uh, two live live golf victories. Um, but yeah, look, I, I'd like to see him come back. I'd like to see him post a top ten. Um, third, like he was, what was he, sixty-six to one, maybe seventy to one earlier in the week, and then he wins at Live, and now he's he's half the price. So people seem to be jumping on him. It wouldn't surprise me to see him do well, but I don't think he will. And and Hovland, I think he'll give his he'll give his run. So he's um his Augusta record, thirty-second, twenty-first, twenty-seventh. Um, he's eighth off the tee this year on tour. So I think we're going to see something similar to that. Um, you know, maybe like a, a 15th or 10th finish for Hovland, but again, I don't see him. I don't see him having the game to win. Hovland's Hovland's a man for your top 20 accumulator, I think. Yeah. Brooks. I mean, I'm not watching live. I don't know the context of how good that was a score and blah blah blah. And um, like I can't help but have still like just a little, just a, a pang of 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 like. Not hatred's way too strong a word, but I just I don't like live. I don't like what it stands for. I don't like any of the players. I don't like why they moved. Um, I'm never backing a live player in a major ever. Uh, so you know, he, he he made a few friends with the full swing, and we saw a different side to him. But also, like, fuck you. Yeah, listen, can't hard to argue with that. Hard to argue with that, Donny. Um, okay. Um. So that's the end of it. I guess I have just give I'll give my two really quickly and uh, my two extras, I guess. So so far we've Scottish Effler, Cam Smith, and Max Homer are my three picks. The other two that are both at 40 to 1 that I'm gonna add is Sam Burns, who impressed me an unbelievable amount Very at, at uh, the uh, match play. Incredibly um, best. And then um the next one is um Matsuyama. So Matsuyama loves it around uh, Augusta. He hasn't really been himself uh, the last few weeks. However, at 40 to 1, I think that's a pretty decent value. And those are going to round off my picks for the week, lads. Hmm. So it's just with Hideki is always like, there's always great value in a price there. But the reason the value exists is like you're expecting at any moment that the PGA Tour comms is going to come on and say, Hideki Matsuyama is a withdrawal with a neck injury at the Masters or at wherever he's playing. And like, if his neck holds up and he's fine, like obviously he's a former champion. He's he's and he's played well here consistently. Like he was top yeah. amateur. Here. Yeah. He, you know, being tied 14th after when you're defending champion as well, super impressive. But just like when someone has an injury, like it's same with Zalatoris actually. So Zalatoris second and sixth in his two Masters appearances back issues, you know, at his age. I just, if he, if Hideki or Zaltoris wins, I'd be really happy. That'd be a great winner. Both of them would be great winners. But I can't. I can't just take an assumption that their bodies are are, are fit enough for four rounds around Augusta. He's yeah, one of my picks, Donny. Zalatoris. He's he's he? one of the one of the five. Yeah, like I, I think everybody has to have a small nibble on him. Um, he's he's Mister like second, as you said, sixth. Uh, strokes gain off the tee this season on tour. He's fourteenth. Um, and he, he's playing good golf. I can't remember the tournament that he um he featured in, but uh, 
yeah, look, I think Zalatoris is going to be right up there. Uh, and I personally don't have the concerns injury-wise for him. So, something that I would look at is a massively helpful and, and, and alluring kind of correlation is uh, the Genesis and the Riviera and Augusta correlate really highly. So I think I think the last 23 winners at Riviera have also won the Masters. Yeah. Sorry, 12 of the last 23, yeah. so half of them. And he was that was the tournament you, you were thinking of. That was, was it, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, and he, he was striping the ball like as, as good as he ever has. So I, I think he's going to be rested up, ready to go. Um, the other pick that I have at 40s is Sanjay M. I think Sanjay M is someone that really needs to be looked at closely. Um, so he was second in 2020. Um, besides that, he, he has a miscut and a, a T8 as well. So three times played, two top 10s, pretty good record. Uh, 15th off the tee in terms of strokes gained. So I, I love Sanjay this week. I think he's someone that's going to just plot his yeah. way around. I think he's going to, um, I, I think he'll be up there come Sunday. And then last but not least, um, my boy Shane Lowry, 66 to one, um, T3 last year. Uh, he missed the cut in 2017 and 2019, but then he filled that in with a 25th and a, a 21st as well. So likes Augusta, he's flying off the tee this year. He's 26 strokes gained off the tee. Um, and I think Lowry is just kind of primed and ready to win. I think he has the short game. I think he has the the skill set um, with the hands to to figure things out around the greens. And it's a great off the tee, new caddy on the bag. I, I think Lowry needs to be looked oh, at. 66 to one. Yeah, 66 to one. There's probably more value on Lowry than a lot of guys. Yeah, um, yeah I think he's over. Sunjay was the last guy who came off my list of six. He was the oh, last. Yeah. Um, he was first round leader here last year, people will remember. Um, so the thing with Sunjay is at his price, you really want him <laughs> you really want him to win. Like a 33 to 1 is a guy with a legitimate chance of winning. And it's really it's quite peculiar with Sunjay because his last um like something like the Honda last, 2020. Yeah, his last 21. 36 events, he's posted like he's posted like six top fives and and another like five top tens and, and I don't. I have reservations over his ability to actually win. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But he, I think his his um his tee to green game and even his putting is bulletproof. I think all around he's he's just a, he's a proper all rounder. Yeah, uh, and, he'll, like he'll he's, give you a he's, suited, he's suited to Augusta too. Like, um, I think I think Sunjay is another one of your top twenty locks. Um, yeah. To be honest, um, yeah. I so I, I've got Sunjay in a couple of bets that are not uh, are not. In the in the in the outright, so I'm definitely I encourage everyone to do this. Take him as first round leader, thirty three to one. He was first round leader here last year. He was third uh, in twenty twenty. Um, and what has he played it three times? Three times, yeah. Um, second miss caught eight. Get on that. And the other prop that I have, I have him in a in an accumulator for like top different top markets. So I have him as top Asian at thirteen to eight. Uh, I'll, I'll rattle through the rest of that. So this is a forty-eight to one fourfold. So the markets are top Asian, top Englishman, top Spaniard, and top amateur. So Sunjay, top Asian, Justin Rose, top English. Uh, I have him backed in the outrights as well, fifty to one. John Ram, top Spaniard, like it's five to one on. He just has to beat Sergio. I just put him in for some padding, and then Gordon Sargent to be top amateur, who is the. Uh, who is the the new star of college golf in the states? We had Lawrence Donegan on the other day. Lawrence was waxing lyrical about this guy and how unbelievably good he is. 
and it is quite a competitive amateur field this oh, year. Oh, it is outrageous. I could read you through some of the, the stats about some of the amateurs, but yeah, he he's he's one of the standouts, I think, but fuck, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, not a market I could have a confident well, bet in. It depends who handles see, the pressure. I could see... I could see four amateurs making the cut quite easily. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, so yeah, uh, the other two that I have, so I mentioned Justin Rose. Like Justin Rose is another one I'm taking for first round leader. Leader, he's done that before. He he was first round leader in 2021. I'm pretty sure. And I remember he was first round leader as a young lad many moons ago. Um, he's got top fives around here. He's contended before. He went. Did he go to a playoff against someone? Uh, at one stage for for a Masters, he's um, two runner-up finishes. So I assume one of them was. I think a playoff was loss. Who did he lose to? Uh, sorry, that's terrible. Just off the cuff knowledge, it's it's escaped me now. But uh, he won the AT and T at Pebble Beach there quite recently. Looks like he's playing well again. Um, his tee to green game is in really good shape. Um, I don't I don't really like fifty to one, but I still like the fact that he's he can contend. And you know, if you put Justin Rose in the mix, he knows how to win. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be worried that Justin Rose would would wilt in a, in the Sunday sun of, of Augusta. Uh, so Justin Rose, and then my last pick, who I absolutely love for the Masters, maybe not this year, but at some point in his career, I think Min Woo Lee is made for the Masters. Uh, he wilted badly on the Sunday at the players when he had a really good shot, and then. I mean, I say he wilted. He did, but Scotty just was relentless and chipping in from everywhere, and and it got in Mimuli's head. And I think that experience will will really um, stand him in great stead. And I think his he absolutely bombs it. So he's second driving distance this season on the PGA Tour behind Rory. And um, people won't realize that Mimuli absolutely smashes it. He hits yeah. a further than Cam Young, which is crazy. You wouldn't think that of him. Um, his short game is incredibly good. His scrambling is excellent. His putting is very good. 66 to 1 is, is the reason it's the big price is obviously he's a multiple winner on the DP World Tour. He's never won in the States. It's his first season on the PGA Tour. It's his second time around Augusta. So last year he was tied 14th. And uh, yeah, he was a really early click. He was like, the, aside from the home anti-post bet that I put on, he was such an early click, was Min Mooley. Um, yeah, yeah, so there I've, I've warmed to him, Donnie, I have to say as well, um, just doing a bit more digging. So as I said, 14 last year, he's the best stroke average on the DP World Tour this season. And uh, he's 17th off the tee um, on the DP World Tour as well. So I think I would not be surprised if he, if he feeds you. I, again, I don't think he'll win, but I think if you're looking for an each way payout at whatever price you got on him um, I think he's, he's definitely worth a squeak he has the game but does he have the ability to close probably not um, no, probably not, not yet but he's the one like if people are asking me it's like oh who are you picking for the Masters or give me a bet for the Masters and yeah I could give them Jason Day I think he's too skinny I could give them Max yeah. Holman but the first give Scheffler the first, well yeah exactly but the first no, the first man I'm giving them is Min Lee. and so also Min Lee, 50 to 1 first round leader I'll have that as well yeah I think if same question to me. I'd say DJ and Sanjay would be my two. Um, I I think Rory's going to win, but like seven, as I said, seven to one. It's not not very tasty to be getting stuck into. Yeah, no, it's it's not really. But listen, you can't you can't back all the major winners in the season if you don't back the winner in the Masters. And if it happens to be seven to one, then so be it. It's a good point, Tony. Yeah, Jeez, you're a smart man, aren't you? Oh, jeez, tell you what. Yeah. Any other business? Any other takes? Any other um? 
Uh, look, just I suppose from my side, just uh, I'm excited, but also I'm a little bit exhausted because I think I've just I think I've I spent too much time in 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 ruminating over guys, and I could make a case for twenty guys, and I just wanted to start now. I really just I know improve on the tee shot, and I'm more than anything. When the rain comes, please let it either be playable or please let the delays be short because yeah. nothing nothing can kill kill your the mood like like you know five hours of watching fucking Ian Woosnam <laughs> Sandy Lyle Sandy Lyle getting his first master yeah. victory or whatever it is. Yeah, um so. actually do you know what Donnie we can't finish without mentioning one um Mr. Tiger Woods. What what are your what are your I, I actually sneakily fancy Tiger this week. I think he could oh. do something. I don't think so, Steve. I think he's missing the call. As much ah, as do me a favor. Do me a favor. What do you, know, what you mean? He can't, bro. Walk. he can't walk. Like, what you Apparently, mean? according to Freddie Couples, he shot a 63. Uh, I know, again, in practice round. Um, $100, bro. Make the cut. No, he's currently, you can get him boosted to 2.3 to make the cut on Betri 65. All right. So even money, basically. So I, I I I as much as I'd love to I just feel like as much as I'd love to smash that well I think the max is fifty dollars but like I don't know I just think the last time he was hobbling so severely it's not can he do it for one round it's that was months ago though bro. that was like, months ago the guy's that's been that's true with with with, with no but I don't think that's true to be honest uh, I, I think he makes the cut I think Tiger yeah. will will yeah. be somewhere between thirtieth and fortieth. Personally. No, I think he'll do. I think he'll do very, very well. I think Tiger will be um will be knocked around come Sunday. I'd be shocked if he isn't. Okay. Oh, Personally, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so too. I hope so too. I mean, you know, if Tiger shoots sixty eight round one, am I going to back him in play? Yeah, because I don't. I think miss he it. could. Yeah, I think that's a bet. <laughs> I think he'll start well. He might fade coming to the weekend, but I think he'll the first two rounds. I think he'll be as good as he's been for for quite a while. And he only yeah. won it in twenty nineteen, so it's not it's not like we're going back too far. It's Tiger. It's yeah. Tiger. Yeah. Never count out Tiger. Um, oh, could he do it again? I, I, I think he, like, listen, actually, no, there's no point even talking could. about that. That I think he could, so I think he outrageous. Could. I think he, Tiger could win. I don't think, I don't think it's, it's a, I think Tiger has a better chance of winning than um, Max Homa. Fair. Good Lord. That's not yeah. fair. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like this is my like wow fair. Like I'm not even getting into that discussion with Steve because we hear for another half an hour, like you know. So I'm just saying, yeah, oh. fair, but I strongly disagreeing with, with it. Yeah. No, I think I think what happens, Tiger, is I think after 36 holes, Tiger's within five, seven, and then yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't work out for him. But or maybe but, maybe he goes out and shoots a super Saturday and then is in contention come Sunday. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's just, it's just amazing. It's just amazing that we still get to watch. And and it'll be a it'll be a uh, Tiger Rory final group. Did did they say Tiger Rory final group and then just on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair. Imagine. Imagine imagine imagine, Yeah. Fuck. Scotty Tiger. Be brutal. You don't be looking at one man. Mister Scotty Sheffield. That's it, right? <laughs> well, we hope we picked the winner within that. God help us if we haven't. Um, thanks again to everybody who listens to sports podcast. Obviously, we do this in our spare time, so we uh, we can't 
pump out 60 hours of content a week like guys who do this full-time for a living but we do really enjoy it we do really appreciate the support and if you'd like to give us a review you can we'd really appreciate that as well and uh, most importantly it's masters week so enjoy the golf have a great time and get friends together get in the pub have a couple of beers enjoy yourself yeah all right go on boys talk to you next week see ya good luck Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Home! Oh, he's he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open Champion.